Hello, Paul. Welcome to my home. Hey, Mason. I see you didn't bother to clean up at all. Nope, but I did order a pizza. A real one, not one of these frozen things that you make for us. If you want to make them real good, you gotta make them from scratch. Noted, Elvis. Hello, welcome in. Did you throw away that hamburger I found on the top of your bookshelf? Yes, Lowry. Actually, wait, hang on. Yes, Lowry. It weirds me out how fast food never seems to age. Speaking of never aging, as you can all see, I'm not dressed as a vampire. You should be, though. I mean, just for fun. Who says Halloween's the only time you can be a vampire? To be honest, Elvis, the LARPing scene for vampire games is pretty crazy. I'd rather not. We could start our own, where everyone has to dress like Dracula. And then we could fool the mortals by spelling our names backwards and insisting that we have a sun allergy. My favorite vampire thing is where they have rice grains or poppy seeds. You trade your soul for satanic power and also OCD. It's just not in the devil's character to make life better for people, Paul. You can have your power, transform into a wolf at will, but only if you become a shut-in who compulsively washes his hands. I think this is why vampire games appeal to so many people who already suffer from those drawbacks. It's like, you keep living how you always do, but also you can hypnotize girls. I bet the devil comes up with different drawbacks for those guys. You have to go to a club and mingle for a half hour every week, or else you disintegrate into dust. Ugh, gross. Vampire powers don't sound worth it now. So speaking of neurosis, I've been thinking about the character descriptions that you guys gave me. Paul and Elvis, you guys agreed to work together, and then Lowry chose a totally unrelated character motive. Yeah, good luck, chump. What are you gonna do about it? You'll find out. Elvis and Paul, the two of you live down in the city sewers like a pair of ninja turtles on meth. You've dammed off a little basin area, packed it with your stuff, and somehow run an internet cable down there so you can live stream. This is essential because the both of you run a live advice VTuber stream where you pose as big titty anime girls who are having constant fake spats with other cartoon girls. You've developed a massive following for reasons only a computer program could explain, and you're doing quite well financially. You're currently in the middle of an episode now. Paul, how's it going? And anyway, I'm just saying that's why big cream cheese is key to defeating China. Disable the crab rangoons and they lose their essential appetizer resources with no hope of recovery. It's a complete no-brainer. I'm sure the government would already be in the process of doing it if they weren't secretly all controlled by the same cabal of wicked antelope men from Lemuria. That's right, Paul. A lot of people don't give that type of stuff enough thought around Father's Day, so it's, it's really important that we bring that up and we just keep it in everyone's minds. Happy Father's Day. Call your dads. But before you call them, you can call us. Now's the part of the show where we invite people onto our voice chat to ask for help or do an interview. First up, we've got Big Skidoo. Welcome to the show, Big Skidoo. Hey, when are you guys going to wrap this up and get me my delivery? Oh, I think this is a question for Paul. Thanks, Elvis. Yeah, uh, Lowry, we told you never to call into our show for stuff like this. You have my phone number. You can send me a text. You never read your text during your shows, Paul. When are you delivering my food? Frank can't start on my dinner without ingredients. Lowry, dude, you should have a fridge full of stuff. Unless somebody took it, but I can't imagine who would break into your house and steal nothing but your food. Sorry about this, listeners. Paul has a little side hustle. He likes to stay out in the world, so he does, you know, food deliveries. You see, Elvis, it's all about relative velocity. If you're in the world, you can rest, because you're moving with it. But if you're on the outside, you gotta be constantly running to keep up. Or you could just give up on running. That's what I did. I know it is, bud. Well, listen, I have leftovers, but I'm not an animal. I'm not going to be reduced to fishing yesterday's lunch out of the back of the fridge. Make a stop here as soon as your show is over. And don't try to make conversation with me this time. I hang up. I love that guy. He's got a jacuzzi with a malachite pattern exterior. 
and when you take a bath in that thing, you feel like a million bucks. I don't think you're supposed to bathe in a jacuzzi, Paul. Elvis, that's just a trick they get you to buy a bathtub and a jacuzzi at the same time. Or one of those two-in-one jacuzzi-bathtub combos. But this is America, the land of the free. The unwritten laws separating jacuzzi from bathtub or combining them into one are completely unenforceable. Imagine if it were enforced legally, which would be just another example of government overreach. Everyone, they could be cracking down on your freedom to bathe yourself. How much more basic and essential can your rights get? If you guys care at all, and I know that you do, write your congressman angry letters telling them that you're tired of being forced to separate bathtubs from jacuzzis or being forced to combine them into one unit. Our local guy, Congressman Dickerson, just loves the heck out of us. We have no idea why. Oh, there he is in the chat. Hello, Congressman Dickerson. I hope you fall down a flight of stairs. He says, LOL, love the show. Am 100% against mandates on jacuzzis and always have been. Don't you lie to us. Anyway, our next guy is named Amber Alert. Wee U. We're gonna call you Amber. What do you want to talk about, Amber? Drop dead, Dickerson. Yeah, drop dead, Dickerson. Anyway, I just want to tell you guys, I think you're amazing. Thanks. Did you have some kind of problem you wanted advice with? Yeah, it's about lizard people. Everybody says that they rule the world, but they're not very emotional, you know? I mean, lizard people, I mean. It's the cold blood thing, I think. You know, this is the only talk doodad that I listen to that knows that animal people are mammals. Well, it just makes sense. Crossing a person with a lizard would involve moving around a lot more stuff. But crossing a man with a wombat, we're basically cousins. Exactly. Exactly. See, and plus, a lot of mammals have basic pack instincts, which makes it easier to cooperate with them. That's great and all, but what's your question, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, so mammals. Like, I get mammals. But what about birds? Like a bird person? What if they ran the world behind the scenes? Yeah, like, hypothetically, let's say I know a guy, and I'm trying to get him to cooperate, but he's got this big ego, and it's just a whole thing, right? You're trying to cooperate with the bird that runs the upper echelons of society? Yeah, I suppose. Okay, and you're sure this guy's a bird? Yeah, 100%. Well, birds like songs. Have you tried singing to him? He's really more like a vulture. He's not that into song. Well, if I know anything about rich people and birds, it's that money is always meaningless to them, except as a metric to measure their success against other birds, and that they'll chew the soft parts of their cage that they're in. Normally, you just buy him some toys to chew on, but since this bird can buy his own stuff, what you'll need to do is set up an amazing chewing experience that he hasn't had before. A chewing experience? Wow, you know, I haven't thought of that before. That or you could set him up with a mate or a nesting box. Nah, he's already been divorced once. He's not looking to remarry. Then in that case, set him up with a cruise liner to a secret island where he can chew on stuff beyond his wildest imagination. Alright, I think you're on to something. See, you're the real guys who know what's going on. I don't know how you know, but you know. Thanks for joining us. That's it for our show today. Alright, bye. Thanks for all your help. I turn off the show. Man, Elvis, I tell you, we get some real crazies calling in. Bird people. Can you believe that? I'm not sure what parts I'm supposed to believe anymore, but from the context clues, from your emphasis on things, I, I don't believe in bird people. Yeah, right. I mean, obviously, when I talk about animal people, I mean werewolves. Who else would I be talking about? People don't turn into birds with the full moon. Yeah, like a bird person would have to see a, a full mango. Exactly. And then you're only ruling over Australia, or wherever mangoes are from. Anyway, I gotta get down to the store and pick up some food for Lowry. You wanna come with me? Sure. We gonna stop off at the gas station? Elvis, it would not be a trip above ground if we didn't. Alright, you guys make your way out of your damp, spider-infested sewer home and climb your way up a rusty ladder to the surface. You're in the rundown outskirts where car and foot traffic is low, and you find yourselves under the pale glow of a gas station streetlight. 
Man, Elvis, I'm telling you, we need to get ourselves a house. We can afford one these days, can't we? Yeah, but then we gotta sit in with some people. And our darkness has twisted our faces to the extent that it looks like a bullfrog had kids with a car accident and then we couldn't afford to get braces. They're never gonna give a loan to someone who can't afford braces. So we could buy it with cash then, right? We do it online, pretend we're foreign investors. Oh, right, the internet. Yeah, I don't know if we can do that. I'll look into that. The frickin' internet. Everything's on camera these days. It's getting harder and harder to be secret vampires that live in the underground. Mason, I go in the gas station, carefully navigate around the camera, and put a piece of wet gum over the lens. As per a common ritual, you cover the security camera so your coming and going isn't recorded. Of course, because of your supernatural ability to evade notice by mortals, you walk right past the clerk and a guy looking for ding-dongs and nobody mentions a thing. I go straight to the Slurpee machine, put my head under the cherry nozzle, and just help myself as much as I can. You put your dirty mouth on what is, let's be honest, probably an already very dirty machine and start guzzling down. You don't get much in before you feel nausea and cramping. Hey, hang on, hang on. Elvis, I, 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 I gotta be right back. Run to the bathroom. While Paula's doing that, I open a bag of M&Ms and start separating all the colors on the counter. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, it's cold coming up. <laughs> you throw it all up. And now the area around your mouth is all red. Uh, flush the cherry slurpee. I love you, cherry. I just wish we could be together longer. Go back, grab a big gulp, fill it up with cherry slurpee. Okay, Elvis. I'm ready. Let's get going. All right, just about done. And there we go. All the colors nice and separated. We head out the door. See you, Phil. Stay confident, bud. Phil, presumably the clerk, neither hears nor acknowledges you. Though you know by now that you guys are driving him crazy, and he's going to wonder who left a bunch of M&Ms on his counter. Do you take the gum down? Nope, that's Phil's problem. Our next stop is the city hospital, where we'll make a classic vampire withdrawal from the blood bank. I sip on my Slurpee along the way, and then just throw up in the gutters. I don't know how many times I said you gotta get off that stuff, Paul. We can't let mortals have all the good things, Elvis. Think about all the crazy foods we're missing out on. I mean, you say that, but drinking blood's got a kinda... You know, like R-rating feeling to it. You know? I mean, I don't see how Cherry Slurpee competes. You just don't understand principle. <laughs> oh god, I wish it wasn't so cold. You guys get to go into the blood bank, walk right in like you own the place, scoop up a few packets, and leave without anyone being the wiser. Alright, now we gotta get uptown to Lowry's place, which means we have to hop on a bus. It's about time. You guys find some empty seats, and everyone kind of avoids you subconsciously. You practically don't need your powers for this bit, since you look dirty and homeless, and everyone would avoid you anyway. You get uptown to the high-rises and good living. See, Elvis, Lowry likes to live like we ought to live. But not overlooking the city. We could live anywhere. I want to live by a lake, own a tire swing. I kind of like our location close to the hospital. Lakes are nice, but cities are walkable, Paul. I mean, you want to stand for a picture for a driver's license? You'll show up and then they'll know what you look like. Man, this is why European vampires have it easy. Everything's near the trains. Anyway, let's give our buddy Lowry this delivery. Lowry, you're a high-powered business person who only comes out at night, and his job is afforded one penthouse downtown. What have you been up to while waiting for Paul and Elvis? Yelling at my bartender, Frank? Listen to me. It's exactly two parts whiskey, one part vermouth, and a dash of bitters, and three cherries. Do you understand? You think this wouldn't be difficult, but if you mess it up, I will know the difference. I can't drink it, Frank. My vampire tummy is very sensitive. I wish there was some other part of you that was sensitive. I'm sorry, what? I said I know how to make a Manhattan. 
It's usually only one or two cherries, and I wish that you were more sensitive emotionally. Look at me, Frank. Your life depends on me being able to drink that drink and keep it down. Do you understand? And how dare you say I'm not emotionally sensitive? I noticed your haircut today. I said it was nice. That's not the same. That's just being perceptive. The fact I was nice about it is me being sensitive to you, okay? It's not even that nice of a haircut. I was just trying to make you feel good. Oh, really? Yes, really. Now mix that drink like your life depends on it because I swear, if you mess it up again, I will kill you. You say that about everything. Because I will actually kill you and drink your blood, Frank. Not if nobody's there to mix it for you. Frank, you... Grab a cabinet full of glass and dishware, then yank it down in anger. You angrily destroy an entire cabinet's worth of plates. Don't remind me of my weaknesses, Frank. I have a lot of work to do. I lost the beans and Tupperware account last week, and I am under a lot of stress. Paul and Elvis, you guys sort of let yourselves through the front door into a small disaster zone. I guess we step around the busted ceramic and throw some blood packets into the fridge. Neither Lowry nor Frank can see you unless you allow it, so the blood gets delivered out of nowhere, whenever they find it. Try and find a plate that's not broken. Hey boss, if you're throwing these out, can we take some? Ugh. Oh my god, Paul, where are you? How many times do I have to tell you, knock first so I know you're here, then don't be seen? How do you get this confused with bring a friend and then make it a garage sale? Sorry boss, I was gonna knock on my way out. Oh, there you are. Why am I looking at you? All I need for you to do is slam your own fingers in the door, okay? Sure thing. Uh, but I'll do it on my way out so you're not bothered by my howling and whimpering. Mason, I disappear so hard that Lowry forgets I was even there, and then I steal a couple of plates. I vanish too, but I don't leave. Hang on, Elvis. Whenever I do this job, I like to hang out and listen for a while. This guy does a bunch of private equity and other business stuff. I can never figure out who's selling who or who he works for, but as soon as I get bored... I hide the remote and then set the microwave clock forward by one minute. Mason, I go to the fridge, get a blood packet. I've got others that aren't as fresh, but I'm never going to touch those. Leftovers are for the lower class. Set the packet down in front of Frank. All right, it's three parts blood and one cherry for each part of blood. Do you get it? It's not that hard to understand. You do it wrong and everything is ruined. Okay, I got it, boss. He mixes up a drink and hands it to you. So you lost beans and Tupperware, huh? Oh, don't even get me started. Some little firm called Cheesley Ratman and Associates pulled the rug out from underneath me. It's ridiculous. They're obviously just taking a loss and then deducting it for taxes. That really sucks, boss. Oh, shut up, Frank. You don't know anything. Except how to make a drink, I guess. Let's be reasonable. You can't even do that. Frank hands you a glass of blood cocktail. And when you take a sip, it's actually perfect. You know it is, because if it weren't, you'd be vomiting right now. Your body can't process any of these ingredients unless it's mixed with the blood to the point of ritual excellence. Uh, it's barely passable, Frank. Aw, oh, that's no way to talk to your employees. Mason, I steal Lowry's wallet, take out $20, and then put it in Frank's wallet. Sure. Nobody notices you doing this unless you want them to. Not even Paul. Nah, Paul doesn't need to know either. It'll just be my own little good deed. I set the microwave forward one minute, then hide the TV remote. And I guess I wander off to my computer, make some phone calls, and actually do some business. All right, it's all boring after this. Let's go, Elvis. Lara gets to work and you guys leave. You ride the bus back to your moldering little home, climb back down into your sewers, and then Elvis, you notice that one of the VR headsets is gone. It's not where you left it. As you're looking around, you can't find it in any logical place. Uh, okay. Hey, Paul? Have you seen the second headset? We can't do our thing tomorrow without it. Man, I don't know. It's wherever it is. See, that's the thing, though. It's not wherever it is. It's somewhere else and I can't find it. Can you help me look? 
A soda can falls off your table, clanking along the floor as though something knocked it down. Whose soda can is that? We can't drink soda, it makes us bark. Paul, is that your soda? Are you getting started on something else? I only drink cherry slurpee, man. A small, greasy, balding man with a long nose scrambles out from underneath your tablecloth. It's mine! Oh, oh god, oh jeez, I'm sorry! He grabs the can and then sprints into the sewers. On his way out, you guys see he's holding your VR set. We've been robbed! Get him! Mason, chase him down. You guys pursue in the darkness at full tilt. If anyone here were mortal, they wouldn't be able to see a thing, but this guy rounds corners and leaps over trash like he was born down here. Stop! Or I'll shoot you! Paul, do you really have a gun? No. Ah, don't shoot! He keeps running, then dives into a smaller pipe, which he army crawls through with rat-like agility. The two of you come up to the pipe yourselves, and you can see it seems to empty down the line a ways at a higher elevation. Elvis, see if you can circle around to the exit before he gets there. I dive in. You got it! The sewers are maze-like, aren't they? I start running, but I don't know if I know where I'm going. Paul, give me dexterity. Elvis, give me some navigation. Ah, oh, heck, I don't know that. Alright, Paul, this guy is gaining ground on you. You've never seen such a pudgy guy shimmy like this before, and you've been to a lot of clubs as part of your work. Dang, man, you ever think about being a dancer? I, uh, I, I don't... What is that supposed to mean? Elvis, you find an incline and you follow it, but you get mixed up and turned around along the way. You come to a stop in front of what looks like the right pipe just as the guy emerges from a completely different pipe behind you. You're gonna have to stamp through a bunch of sewer water to catch up to him. Ah, uh, heck. Hey! Come help pull me out of this, Elvis! I help yank Paul out of the pipe. The guy takes this chance to climb a ladder to a manhole. You pull Paul the rest of the way out. Man, this guy's slick. I don't know who or what he is, but he's got the physicality for a thief, I'll tell you that. The guy bangs on the sewer lid a few times and it pops loose. He clambers out into the city lights. Come on, Elvis, go, 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 go! You find yourselves on a busy street. Cars are honking their horns and everyone's looking at this dude in total surprise. It's not every day a man pops out of the sewer, runs across three lanes of traffic, and then disappears down an alley. Ah, oh, this is gonna get in the nose. Mason, is there a guy on a motorcycle or a scooter or anything like that nearby? Sure, there's a dude on a bright red crotch rocket down the alley. Elvis, check the local buildings for cameras facing the street. If you find one, destroy their hard drive. I run over to the motorcycle, grab the rider by the helmet, and then just elbow him off the thing. I put his helmet on to hide my face, then ride down the alley on the motorcycle. Mason, I start running down the street looking for video cameras. Alright, your powers don't hide people-sized things in your possession, so everyone becomes well aware of you as you punch this guy in the face and steal his bike. Likely no one's gonna remember your face, but they're definitely gonna see this theft and where you went. Elvis, you start running down the streets. Ice cream parlor, bar, 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 gay bar. Oh, I see, we're in the entertainment district. And then a bank with an ATM. And sure enough, those always have cameras. Oh, why'd it have to be a bank? Check the front door. Locked. Man, get out my tools. Paul, you catch up to this greasy dude in no time. The headlights on your bike shine dead in his face. His eyes glow like an animal. Hey, hey, look, man. This is a lot to go through over a VR headset, isn't it? I've gone through more trouble for dumber things, man. If you thought I'd be the type to look the other way based on how dumb this is, I'd love to regale you with some hilarious stories. But first, I think you have something that belongs to me. All right, look, I, I can't give this up. Someone wants it. I, I can't say no. Yeah, that someone is me. Rev the engines. He bolts for the corner of a building and then starts climbing up the brick exterior like a squirrel. Ah, uh, man, come on. I just stole this bike for the chase. Speaking of, you didn't get very far. Just down the alley a little ways, the previous owner of the bike is running towards you with a bloody nose and an angry look on his face. Ah, uh, uh, dang it. Hop off the bike and start climbing up the building after this greaseball. 
stupid supernatural life with its stupid supernatural. I don't need a motorcycle. I climb up vertical surfaces. Sorry, dude. I thought I was going to need it. He picks up his bike and runs back down the street, looking wide-eyed up at the two of you playing King Kong. I disappear so hard that this guy forgets I was there. You hear that motorcycle tear off down the street so fast it leaves skid marks. Elvis, you're in the bank. But you probably tripped the motion sensors. Alright, perfect. I'll do this quick. Look for an office. You scan the room and see what looks to be a door to an office. And while you're looking, you also see the security cameras in the interior that now have your face recorded. Oh, uh, oh no. Okay. Alright, just run full tilt into the office door and ram it down with my vampire strength. Okay, you gather up as much momentum as you can and wham! You feel something pop in your shoulder, but the door frame splinters. It's a small utility office with a computer. Sit down at the computer, turn it on. Really? Okay. Uh, the computer starts to boot up, goes through all its little system things as it gets going. Come on, come on! Password screen comes up. Oh, no, it's a password! Ugh! Mason, I type in password. Nope. Bank. Nope. Bank one. Failed. Bank one exclamation mark. You hear a siren. Ugh, okay. Uh, just grab the entire PC tower and yank it out of the wall. Run out the door with it. With a mighty yank, you tear this PC loose. Then you run to the door and two cops run past you. They don't even notice that you're there. Okay, good, perfect, all clear. How's the cop car outside parked? Could the dash cam see me? Yeah, they've pulled up to a space that looks directly into the bank. All right, reach in the cop car and steal the dash cam. The windows are rolled up and the door's locked. Headbutt the window. Blam, the window breaks. You grab the dash cam, the cops run outside, you're standing right there, and they look at another guy a few feet away who's gazing onto the scene, bewildered. Hey, the cops say. You see who did this? The guy shakes his head no, and the cops tackle him. Scurry down an alley, dump all this stuff in the dumpster, call Paul. Paul! You climb all the way to the top of this building in pursuit of this grease ball. He seems pretty winded. Wow, I've never seen anyone else climb like that. Are you one of us? All you need to know is I'm gonna throw you right back over the edge of this building if you don't give me that VR set. Actually, wait, Mason, how's this guy carrying my stuff? Oh, uh, it's dangling out of a backpack that he's wearing. He says, look, I don't even care. It's, it's not for the money, I have money. I could buy you another headset, I own my own company. Can your company fill over the wrongness of having my stuff stolen from my own home while I'm still in it? Wait, what's your business? I, I work for a private equity firm, so I got a lot of money, I, I swear. You can look me up. It's Cheesley, Ratman, and Associates. Oh, that sounds really familiar. Are you Cheesley? Yeah, that's me. I I'm Cheesley. Uh, did you steal a Beans and Tupperware account from some guy named Lowry? Did I? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that rings a bell. That's my work. Oh, no kidding. Lowry's a friend of mine. I work for him. Good dude. I mean, terrible person, but I feel like if I got to know him better, it turned out he has a heart of gold. That's the vibe I get from him anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah, so so we're cool. Can I cut a deal with you? Nah, I only told you that because I'm going to kill you. Besides, Lowry would be furious if he found that I dropped his name and made him, you know, like, party to the whole situation. <laughs> Dang it, Paul. Oh, my God. Look, I GM enough. I, I know how it is. Now we're all going to be working together. Cheesley bolts for the ledge, then repels his way down the corner of the building at speeds you're positive that you can't follow. This looks like nature to Cheesley. He guns for a subway tunnel, and soon you've lost sight of him. You're pretty sure he got away. Dang. Should have gone for that replacement set he offered. And you get a phone call from Elvis. Hey, Paul. I took care of the camera problem. No issues. Smooth as butter. You know me. Uh, so how'd it go on your end? Oh, yeah. 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 Smooth over here, too. No complications. 
expertly lost the trail. And uh, we need to get in touch with Lowry. 